Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. This is a national health alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket costs. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a free meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pedometer as our special gift to you. We have knee, back, and other braces available, as well as pharmacy services. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and you have insurance, we can help. 888 303-9136, 888-303-9136, 888-303-9136, 888-303-9136. Nobody really needs or wants home security until it's too late. You've heard the statistics about how many burglaries there are per day. You see the news. You know there are people out there that do bad things. The best way to help protect your home and your property is with an ADT monitored system from Protect Your Home, an ADT authorized premier provider. Call right now to get a free wireless home security system valued at $850. An ADT monitored system can help protect your home from fires, theft, floods, and call for emergency help. Call now to find out more about our $850. $50 free wireless home security system and start enjoying the peace of mind of security today. Call 800-561-2351. 800-561-2351. 800 This offers for new customers only. Termination fees apply. $99 customer installation charge and 36-month monitoring agreement required. All for details. License terms and conditions available at secureathome.com. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Welcome, welcome everybody to Blog Talk USA. We're so happy to be here with you on this Monday night. It's a marvelous Monday. Before we get started, let me tell you how you can always find us and listen to our live programs and our archived episodes. You can go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash blogtalkusa. You can also go to blogtalkusa.com or you can download Blog Talk USA podcast anywhere you can download podcasts. And under that banner, you can find Marvelous Monday and a view from the top. Okay, and we have a birthday coming up this week to my lovely mother, coming up on the 5th. So happy early birthday, Dr. McKellar, and welcome, Mr. Arthur. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Hello there. Have a good Thank day. you. Thank you, kiddo. Thank you. Hi, Mr. Arthur. How are you? <laughs> I'm getting younger by the day. Exactly. <laughs> good evening. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Marvelous Monday. It's great to be right back here. I just jumped <laughs> off of a meeting and I'm jumping on to this very special meeting with all my dear friends okay so uh yes miss uh, rihanna i have a birthday coming up on thursday and i tell you they just keep coming uh but seems like they're coming a little faster than they normally come <laughs> i yeah. can remember we talked about that <laughs> well we talked about how long it used to take christmas to come right so, uh, mm-hmm. so now we haven't, but we're, we're so happy. We're so thankful. So I look forward to it. And, and the great part about it, guys, and you probably already know this, I'm going to be with Mr. Arthur this coming up week because it's the Texas Municipal mm-hmm. League Conference, and it's going to be in Dallas this time. Last year was in Houston, and this time we're in Dallas. And one of the times, a couple of times, it's been in Austin and San Antonio. So we're in Dallas, Texas, so we're close to home, and so we get to um, – to have a cup of tea with Mr. Arthur because he has to come down to the convention center so we can chit chat about a few things. Oh yeah, so, I look, look forward. forward. Yes, 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 and yes. So we'll we'll head out there tomorrow. As you you guys know, it's a National Night Out, right? So we'll mm-hmm. do all the things that we need to do before heading out uh, for that and by saying hello to the people in the neighborhood, and and, uh, and then we'll head out to Dallas. So, Mr. Arthur, we, we'll be in your big city for our um, kickoff uh, tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening. Well, you know, uh, well, you know you're, out, uh, you're welcome, and uh, here's the key. Thank you. <laughs> I got keys to your city, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, very, very good, very good. Well, is uh, is uh, – Pastor Cooper on with us yet, Miss Rihanna? We're not hoping yet. that he, not yet. Okay, well he sent us not a yet. message out that he may bring some special guests in uh, tonight. But before before that happens, uh, and I don't know if uh, if uh, Dr. Hagney is on. He he is feeling better, but his but his wife uh, he just he loves his wife, so he passed over what he has. He gives it to her. So, oh, wow. So they, they share, yes. <laughs> no. Dr. Carr. Dr. Carr, is not Dr. Yet. Carr on? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. All right. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Well, here we are. So uh, so what's going on uh, in your world, uh, Mr. Arthur? And then I can tell you what's going on in, in East Texas. Well, let's uh, see here. Okay, up here in okay up here in Dallas, of course, you know, this past weekend I had the uh, annual – uh, I forget what they call it, at Paul Quinn College. So, <clears throat> and I didn't get to make it, but uh, with Wilson, I saw some, I saw uh, you know a few people contact me. <clears throat> and then we had the, uh, of course, this is the State Fair weekend opened up, so we we had the Greek picnic, the Greek, excuse me, tailgate oh. on Martin Luther oh, King. Oh, the Greek tailgate. Cool. Yeah. So, so I, you know, right. so I went down there and I partook in that. So, uh, and Very then good. I was intended, but but and I was trying to do something else, but hey. That was enough. That took it out of me. That was, so, that was enough. <laughs> well, very, very good. Right, mm-hmm. very good. Well, speaking of birthdays, uh, Miss Rihanna, we forgot we need to, to say happy birthday to our former president, don't we? Oh, Jimmy. we do. Uh, yeah. Jimmy Carter. There you yes. go. There you happy, go. 
Happy 99th birthday to wow. one of the most underrated but just awesome presidents we've ever had, in my opinion. And Absolutely. Uh, yes. And he is, um, he did enter hospice care this week as well, but he's in good spirits, apparently. Good. And, good. um, yeah, you know, he's, a, he's, go ahead. Yeah. But no, mm-hmm. I'm saying, he, he, he the only hospice care patient I ever seen get up and go to an event and go back to hospice. No, exactly. Let me share this with you guys that hospice is no longer a death sentence. Hospice That's right. That's right. is palliative care. So mm-hmm. uh, that means that he may end up going back home. Uh, I've yeah. seen patients come, that are in hospice at their home and they're, they, they take them out to the doctor and they take them um, to uh, whatever they need to go. And they may even take, well, I have one hospice patient here in Tyler that's been off of her medication, all this stuff that she's been taking for years. She's off of it and she is just as alert and talking and carrying on mm-hmm. and enjoying the family. The family is taking care of her at home and she's got guests to drop in and they bring her all kinds of goodies and food and stuff. And she's just doing all right. Yeah, so, I'm glad you hospice. said that. You're mm-hmm. removing the stigma. People are afraid. I know my dad was a little bit apprehensive and afraid at right. the word hospice, right. and we really had to remind him of how wonderful it was for our whole family when we went through that with my grandmother. And it's yeah. just not what it used to be. We're here no. until we're not here anymore. And every minute you're here, there you're, you go. you're alive. <laughs> there so you live. go. Very good. Yeah. Well, well said. Mm-hmm. Well said. Yes. Yeah. Well said. It's not it's not the death sentence as it used to be. So keep that right. in mind. You just you you as a matter of fact, it's easier on the family members because the family members get a little bit more yeah. help at home with their loved ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. and so yeah. So many many. And it's a part of your life. It's a part it's, of your it's life. It's still a part of your life. So you need support That's going right. through that. You you know to be just left alone and and. You know, shrivel up and die isn't. It, that's not how we do things. We need to be open about Excellent. it and, and deal with it together. Well, you, you remember that made a you made a big thing about euthanasia. Euthanasia, you remember that? Mm-hmm. You yep, made a big thing about euthanasia and yeah, by folks a bit. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you know, now now what I call and I know because I went through this with my mom. You know, once you once they give you a bag of medicine when you get in your sixties, uh, by the time you you know, like most folks don't die from what they're giving the medicine for. They die from mm-hmm. based on memory loss. And then once we get to the memory loss system, then that's when the euthanasia takes place. That's when they start withdrawing the yeah. medicine. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and so I'm just saying, so that's that's fact. So when folks say we don't have euthanasia in America, it, it may not be voluntary, but we have it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, let me tell you, this patient that I'm just speaking of right now is probably as alert as any one of us on this radio tonight, and uh, and she's doing just great. Her appetite, she doesn't eat as much, but you know what? When you get a certain age, uh, mm-hmm. people get older, they don't eat as much as they used to, right? It's why it may, yeah. their stomach may have shrunk, and so the mm-hmm. tummy can't hold as much, and that's why everybody should eat a lot, little bitty small meals, we should all eat yeah. like a diabetic should eat. We would be healthier uh, if mm. we didn't try to eat three big meals, but 
instead eat some smaller meals, uh, and that keeps our blood sugar balanced, that keeps our energy level balanced, and uh, it, it's, it, and it keeps our weight balanced, as a matter of mm-hmm. fact. So, so yeah. it's a wonderful thing, wonderful thing. Yeah. yeah but, well, I have people who care for her. Dr. Carson, you'll oh, be good. on about five minutes? Okay. You'll be on about five minutes. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll wait to talk about uh, you all, Speaker of the House, when all the gentlemen. What about uh, uh, Pastor, uh, Pastor Cooper? Did you did we hear from Pastor Cooper yet? No, Not sure yet. we don't. Okay. Okay. So all right, then. Okay. Well, yeah, um, speak, yeah, 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 you'll speak at a half. I don't know what you're going to do. What, 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 what's going to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's let's see what Gates is going to do with it because I think he triggered that vote, didn't he? Did he did he put that vote out there today to out uh, McCarthy? I've been yeah, I've been going uh, watching uh, today. Uh huh. And Gates, yeah, they trying to out Gates, right? You know, they trying exactly. to out Gates. They trying to out him. You know, and the bottom line of it is, uh, you know, they don't lost their mind, y'all. They don't lost their mind, and so. You know, we've and that got happened a minute ago. Focused. We've got to stay focused on our mind and leave their mind alone. Yeah. We'll lose hours, too, trying to find this. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> well, I'm not going to lose my mind. I'm going to keep it. I need all of it, all of it. So, but we'll see what, we'll see what happens. We know that, um, that uh, Trump went to court today, did he not? <laughs> Oh, yeah, he did. I heard about, heard about that. He did. Well, what happened today? Well, I see, I left home and I haven't heard any more about what happened with him today. And um, and uh, but I I do know this part that he is um, he is in front of the right female. Oh yeah, the right. <laughs> <laughs> she is not playing yeah. around with him. So he says that he, now he said he was a billionaire years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And he, he mm-hmm. elevated he elevated all of his costs until it's time to talk about, um, talk about taxes, and then he decreases, right? <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes. So which one is it? Which one is right. it? Right. Well, we know now. We know his, his entire it, business it, is, has been a fraud. Exactly. And exactly. we've known it forever. He's filed for bankruptcy six times for five different companies. Right. He's, you know, he they've known for years that he's been over-evaluating and then devaluating his properties based on what whatever's convenient for him at that moment, whether it's, you know, paying the taxes, getting the loan, paying back the loan that he never really pays right. back anyway, you know, all of that right. stuff. And when he does get loans, he gets it from his personal friends, you know, from the Chinese Communist Party, you know, who run their bank out of Trump Tower. I mean, it's just nuts. And he's finally, finally, and we hoped this would all happen, and we don't know what's going to ultimately happen, but all of it is finally coming to a head with all these court cases. He was found liable in the sexual assault case, uh, the civil case with E. Jean Carroll. Um, He is, he has to be deposed. For this case, um, right. they've already been sanctioned. His business is done for. Um, he's got the most incompetent attorneys that you could ever imagine. 
today was just a, a show, uh, if you know what I mean. He was complaining that he doesn't get a, he doesn't even get a jury trial. Well, the reason why is because his own attorneys are so incompetent, they didn't even bother checking the box requesting a jury trial, and they've got their client out on Truth Social or whatever his thing is complaining. They won't even oh they're so unfair to me because he's a, such a victim. Um, but the estimated penalty, I just wanted everybody to know, um, that Attorney General Letitia James estimated uh, would be a $250 million baseline, not ceiling, um, because there could be interest and fines on top of that. So, uh, and according to, on Joy Reid tonight, um, O'Brien, Kay O'Brien, the Trump biographer, um, said he's not acting like someone who thinks he has a good story to tell. He's acting like someone who's cornered, caged, afraid, and lashing out at the judge and lashing out at Letitia James because he feels right. he has nowhere to go. I mean, and this guy knows him, this biographer, as we all know. So right. it's just crazy. It's crazy. And he, he, he tried to hold a, a, a rally out at the lunch break. Was he was outside this wasn't he out mm-hmm. in the hallway this morning when everybody was sitting in there waiting for him? Yes. In the chamber? In yes. The judge, judge, yes. Yeah, in the courtroom. And he's outside. Just making it all campaign. about campaigning. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. And he said the judge should be disbarred during the lunch break. When he still had oh to go my. back into court, yeah, CNN cut away from him because they said, we're not going to watch this attempt at a campaign rally out in front of the court. And so they cut away. But he said this is a judge that should be disbarred, you know, because Trump knows so much about all manner of things. Exactly. So. <laughs> all manner of things. Yes. Good grief. I know. Mm. Well, what's it going to come to? I mean, uh, it are we, I think, okay, go ahead, Ms. Arthur. So what did it come to? I was answering your question. You said, what's going to come to it? I said, it, it, it already came to it. This is it. Oh, okay. And the, it, it, the it is what? Right now, like like all this stupidity that we've got us floating around in, that's yeah. their, mm-hmm. their stupidity, not ours. So let's don't get it twisted and start thinking that that's us. No, that's them. And so, right. uh, you know, we got to offer the us, uh, clearly. Look, look here. They're in a position now where they have to say, uh, we're going to get rid of McCarthy because he won't let us shut the government down and screw up the economy. So, yeah, it's always been that, but now I'm glad that now it's clear for those who want to listen. Yeah. Yeah, for people yeah. to see, you know what they're saying, why they want to why they want to shut it down. Well, we want to do a, a what do you say, he want to do a line-by-line a line line vote on stuff. First of all, dumb as yeah. he is, he wouldn't know what he was reading. Right, the most, right. You know, and you know, and they're not about doing any kind of serious work. So basically, what they want to do is basically, you know, again, you know, it goes back to the, you know, the world is changing, uh, kind of like the Roman Empire. Trump is a symbol of it. You know, after mm-hmm. after coming to power, they're kicking out the Europeans, but now he's tired of y'all spitting our stuff, and we ain't getting nothing for it. So the gold picture yeah. in the change. And so, you know, Trump is actually kind of a symbol of the whole thing. Just yeah. riding, riding to the core, manipulating folks, got folks fighting all the time, and folks don't want to fight no more. Folks say, you know what, we tired of yeah. all this fighting. 
So folks yeah. want to fight them. Folks are saying, hey, y'all, uh, y'all just get out, and then we'll see what we can do on our own, folks. Mm-hmm. Starting wars and stuff like that, you know, manipulating folks. Same thing down in, you know, that happened when, when Reagan, remember when Reagan was in office? He went down and did all that <laughs> stuff, and then he was around the country and all that stuff. That's kind of stuff mm-hmm. they've yeah. been doing, right? And yep. then they holler, yep. and they holler democracy. Were we trying to spread democracy? Nope, that ain't what mm-hmm. they was doing. Right. That ain't what they were doing. They were spreading right. something, but it wasn't democracy. <laughs> well, well, and the irony of the way that they're, the way, <laughs> the way that they're trying to spin everything, you know, stripping away any support that they could ever try to strip away from Ukraine while bolstering Putin, who, by the way, got their last president elected and whose, you know, pocket they are all in since the moment St. Reagan told them that Russia was bad. (laughs) I mean, you know, it's just insane. It's just, and to say that, you know, anybody who's for Ukraine is warmongering, to spin it that way rather than to take up the fight for democracy around the world is sickening and so nefarious. And they just do it so openly and blatantly while playing footsie well, with Russia. The, the, the fight for, for democracy globally is based on a white supremacist system, of which folks have said exactly. something different. And so that's what's going on right now. You know, Russia, right. they don't, you know, they're not loving Russia, Russia over in Africa, but they having to use Russia to get away right. from, uh, you know, America and them. So they basically playing. If they do it correctly, they're going to play both sides against the middle, and then they'll become their own power mm-hmm. because it's for the resource mm-hmm. their own power, and then they can work with everybody. Because right. otherwise, otherwise it's going to be a war-mongering situation because that's what, uh, you know, that's what they're doing. That's what Russia is doing with it. Yeah, I miss everybody doing yep. So we can get that paradigm right there, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in a better place. Now, now. Now again, remember like over in okay over in those European countries, the G7 and all that stuff. Now if you've been checking it, uh, like it was sisters that's over there teaching school, hold on, know, some, and they chase all through the train and all this kind of stuff. Uh, so I'm saying, you know, those European like you know those European like Hungary and all them countries. Hey, you know they ain't about no black folks. So I'm just telling you right now. So you know, so don't get right. it twisted. You know they're hot in democracy right. and freedom, but they ain't coming at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, let's bring Dr. Carr in. I believe he's on now. Good evening, Dr. Carr. How are you? Good evening. I'm well. How are you all? How you doing, sir? Great. Very well. Very well tonight. Thank you. Well, well Dr. Carr, we actually we're, we're talking about uh, Trump in court today for his fraud trial and how that that uh, kind of unfolded. Uh, how uh, we know that. Uh, that most of what he's been doing today is, is basically campaigning uh, for president. He firmly believes that he is going to be uh, the next president. And so then we also know that uh, Representative Getz uh, put a, a vote on the floor to uh, remove McCarthy uh, from Speaker of the House. As you know, they only need one, 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 one person to uh, submit that. And so obviously Getz was that one person. So we're just trying to um, to play catch up and find out exactly what went on uh, today for those of us that did not hear and see uh, some of the excerpts uh, throughout the day. So uh, do you know anything about it? Were you able to pick up on anything 
uh, today. I picked up, I picked up on the uh, Matt Getz and McCarthy situation, and when right. you think about what Getz is trying to push now against McCarthy and how they both were prior to, it seems to me like it's more of the Republican Party dog and pony show or the dog chasing after his mm. tail, keeping the public, <laughs> you know, kind of uh, swayed <laughs> away from the actual issues and watching these characters, and they both probably should be somewhere behind a set of bars for both of their yep. misdoings. <laughs> but uh, I don't know much about Trump's issues today, but I'm interested to hear what the uh, courts have ruled as far as his situation as of today, because I'm not up to speed on what's happening with Trump. Yes, sir. Well, I, I, I love the way you say uh, should be behind a set of bars. I love that. Yeah. I haven't heard it yeah. sound quite like that mm-hmm. before. <laughs> but uh, you are 100% correct. In other words, that it needs to be two bars, and they slam them together and uh, <laughs> and, and throw the key away. It's <laughs> so very good. I like it. Uh, well, well Ms. Rian and, and Ms. Arthur is kind of uh, bringing us up to date on actually uh, the showdown that went on with um, with with Trump on his first day uh, in, okay. in this okay. trial. We're finding out yeah. we, we, we've we've kind of already known this. We've talked a lot about this that he he presented that his and Miss Rihanna said it so well. And Miss Rihanna, if you can run that uh, by a little bit again, so that Dr. Mm-hmm. Hart can hear it, how he presented his business was worth this amount. And uh, so go ahead, Ms. Ms. Rihanna, and and bring that back to us for a few minutes, please, ma'am. Absolutely. Um, He, um, let's see, as far as his financial worth, uh, he told his most famous biographer that he was worth $3 billion and then told him he was actually worth $6 billion. Uh, He was asked for any sort of evidence of that, he obviously didn't uh, produce any of it. He's been inflating his wealth uh, for years, as we all know, and built his entire career on, on that, uh, you know, inflated and sometimes deflated because when, as we were saying earlier, when it's time to pay the taxes or pay back a loan, which he rarely yeah. does, but, you know, when it's time, he, he undervalues his properties. Um, when it's time to, you know, when, when he needs to overinflate those things, he overinflates them. He's been getting away with it for years and years. Um, and, you know, the bottom line is he's totally busted. He's, uh, as we know, filed for bankruptcy six times for five different companies, um, failed to pay back most of, of the loans associated with anything having to do with those uh, to begin with. Um, banks walked away from him, which is why he ended up um, so, you know, in bed, so to speak, with the Chinese bank that he let live, uh, operate free out of Trump Tower for years, um, as well as, and it's um, the bank, the other banks that he uh, had ties with, and it's going to, it's drawing a blank, it'll come to me later. Uh, there were like, two banks basically that would work with him. In the end, um, mm. but he his business his entire business and his business prowess has been a complete fraud. Um, and his biographer uh, also predicts fraud is a foregone conclusion when it comes to this court case. Um, <laughs> Letitia James has said that the penalties um, 
just a baseline, not a ceiling, but just a baseline is at least two hundred and fifty million. Uh wow. because there's gonna be interest and fines, right? And um the way that he behaved and his attorneys behaved in court today was apparently the judge had to admonish one of his attorneys for yelling in the courtroom. Um, oh, wow. they, tr- yes, Trump was on his true social whining and crying that it's just, they're so unfair to me. This, this judge is so unfair. They won't even give me a jury trial. Well, the reason he didn't get a jury trial was because his incompetent attorney didn't bother requesting a jury trial. They had to check a box on a form, and they didn't even do it. So that's Uh, why he doesn't get his jury trial. Um, And then he decided to uh, hold a little mini campaign rally on the lunch break at the courthouse. CNN had to cut away because they said they they claimed that they were disgusted by it. Um, But he was on the lunch break when he had to go back into court saying that this is a judge that needs to be disbarred because – his attorney didn't check a box on a form. This this judge needs to be disbarred. So wow. uh, he's acting, as his biographer said, like a caged animal, uh, a cornered rat. He knows that he's not acting like somebody who has a good story to tell. He knows how bad this is going to be because he knows what a fraud he is. So this case is not going to be good for him at all, at all. And I think it's this is probably the confirmation that, He's got to be running for president because you can't have this many cases against you and think you have any other way out than to try to just run for president because it worked so well last time. <laughs> it got right. you out of <laughs> cheating last time. I'm sure you gave the world COVID and everything else, but uh, and no toilet paper. <laughs> what else right. did we go through with him? <laughs> right. <laughs> you, you know, uh, cumulatively stole yeah, you you stole uh, scores of points from our cumulative IQ, uh, all these things, but it kept your little hiney out of jail after you cheated to get into that office. So why not exactly. try again? <laughs> hey, well, hey, hey, $250 hey. million is no small amount. Go, go ahead, Ms. Arthur. I'm sorry. You're going to And, of course, you don't uh-huh. want quite on the show, and I'm, and I'm glad we got you. What, what about these Trump supporters that – that can't seem to, you know what I mean, tell a difference between reality and now what they're doing. I mean, and that, now, you, you know, I used to complain all the time about we need more white people to talk. Now, and, and I will say this, because I, I, I post a lot of, there's a lot more white people now talking about the issue and about what needs to be going on. So I, so I mm-hmm. and that's great, and I like to see you, you, more of that. But, but what do you think is going on with all that? Why do they... Well, why are they just continue to paint themselves? I mean, this cat, I mean, this cat got everything. I mean, everything. If Barack Obama had what a third of any of this stuff, he'd be gone. He have, he'd be in jail now. Oh, <laughs> are you kidding me? Why? He'd be in Guantanamo Bay, up under the prison. <laughs> yes. So what's going on in the, uh, in, you know, in the majority of white oh. communities? You think is causing some of the, you know, who, who, uh, I mean, uh, what's going on with that? Well, I see a couple of different things. None of them are good, but there are, there's, you know, you know, we know how he did this. He, he peeled, he peeled support from various disparate groups. However, there's one common thread going through all of those. Well, maybe two common threads. Um, 
complete and total willingness to, or in a, a willingness to deny reality and facts, or um, an inability to know the difference. So there's that, just this, this anti-intellectual strain, an ignorant strain, an embrace of stupid strain that seems to run concurrent with <laughs> these people, <laughs> again, Amazing. some of them willful and some of them woeful, um, <laughs> people who are, it's so, the, the white supremacy is so ingrained that, you know, there could be some of those people who run around shouting, shouting Trump, Trump, Trump. Oh, I'm not a racist, though. I have a black friend. Those type, you know, I, I'm, <laughs> I think every, I don't see color, you know, those people who claim that they're not racist, but they support Trump and ignore all of the racism. Right. I mean, right. that's, that's, the, that's what's ingrained, as we all know. That's what's in the DNA of, in the sickness, and, you know. But then there's also the openly, you know, open Nazis. Mm-hmm. If you're in cahoots with Nazis, you can't keep saying, oh, no, 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 I, I'm not, I just like his economic policy. It, so it's just, it's this combination. Mm-hmm. You're willing to completely right. deny what's in front of you, deny what you're doing, deny what you're accepting mm-hmm. of other people. Wow. And I, so I think, you know, it, hey, it's that, real. Hey, 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 and that's a great answer. Because I want to be even sure that now i got to ask you a question. What's up on Tim Scott? Now, uh, <laughs> you know, he black. You know what I mean? So what went on there? What do you think? Sure, you there? Uh-oh. Did we lose her? Hold on. Let me see. Yes, I, yes, I was on mute. Okay. Oh. So, go ahead. What was the question, Arthur? <laughs> Yes, I want to be even about this thing, so I want to ask you a question. Uh, I want you to tell us, uh, you know, what's up with, with with Tim Scott? I mean, what's that about? How did <laughs> how did our community how did our community come up with somebody like that in the midst of what what Riri just got through saying? You know, about all the okay, all that all the right there, and then we got Tim Scott, right? Right. Who right. Who, who, who 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 won the Republican? You know that slap guy, the one that got. One guy caught putting his hand on on, on that guy jump. Yeah. Well, 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 he blasted uh, Tim Scott. He's not Tim Scott gay. You see that? He's yeah. All in the projection. And then they say, and then asking Tim, where's his girlfriend? And, and he's like, she's a lovely Christian lady. <laughs> and I'll bring her to the right. I'm having fun already. You know, I'm going to tell you, in my opinion, I, I just think that Tim Scott is trying to get elected, and which he should know that that's not going to happen. Gonna but happen. I don't think that it's not He knows it's not going to happen. I, he, he, well, he does. He knows it's not going to happen. He, he, he'd be a national security risk. Tell me about that, Pop. Well, you know, they can slip a honey pot up in there. They can slip a honey pot up in it on him, or, or they go get uh, another version of Jenny Thomas to marry him. Boy, right. we, boy, we real trouble. <laughs> okay. Well, he knows that he's not going to become president of the United States, so 
Then what's he doing? Then what's he doing? Then what's he doing? Just increasing his ability to do like uh, Clarence Thomas. (laughs) (laughs) Would you say? Oh, boy. It's getting hot in here. Right? Yes, it, 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 it said the New Deal. He said the New. He said no, not the New Deal, but the uh, Johnson's War on Poverty uh, separated black. Tim Scott, what are you talking about? I mean, wow. really? The War on Poverty was, was Johnson was Johnson trying to help poor white people, but we, we just happened to be poor too. Yeah, you know. True. I mean, that was. So, you know, but I'm just saying, hey, but anyway, but Tim Scott, I'm sorry, I, I'm just saying this. What I think about Tim is I think Tim is just like, he's just like Herschel Walker. And, and, and you know, and I, well, he's kind of like a Herschel Walker, but but smarter, right? And so, and, okay. and, and, the, system, and the system don't mind using, you know, a folk like him. He don't mind being used. Right. So, you know, the, the Democratic Party, you know, they got to do a better job. Now, now you know, last week we talked about uh, Mary Johnson becoming Republican. And so this week I'm back. I'm back to blame the Democratic Party for that. See that? Okay. That's what y'all do. You know what I mean? Because they're sure. trying to break. They're trying to, like I told you, Republicans want the brothers. Democrats want the sisters. They mm-hmm. both, both parties want the block busted. They want it split up. You need to understand mm-hmm. that. And so I'm just saying that Democratic Party in Texas for a male, you know, the you know, Democratic Party got their own version of racism. And mm-hmm. so, uh, so basically I'm just saying that uh, it's not a very friendly place for a brother in Democratic Party. Democratic Party need to do a better job of uh, working with uh, the African-American male. We're trying to separate the, the 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 black women from the black man. So that's what I see them trying to do. Well, we should not allow that kind of thing to happen. It's on that, us if we allow it to happen. Well, that's why I'm that's why I'm bringing it up. So we won't so we won't allow it to happen. Let's don't let that happen. That's all I'm saying. That's just like telling me that you're going to separate me from my blood family. Right. Same thing. You can't do that, right. and you can't right. do that. Neither one. Well, you know, like that. You know, like that. Remember that abortion vote? No, that. No, that abortion vote thing. Okay, you know, everybody was. Uh, you know, everybody was together. You know, the white women was with us, and then we got time for twenty twenty election. You know, they turned toes. They went the other way. Yeah. And so, saying that that's what that's what we have to, you know, understand that that, that, that that's that that's that. You know, and, and and that's why I say all the time. So you know, I say it all the time. Sisters, if you get to the promised land with you, that ain't the promised land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, brother, also, I was just checking to see if uh, Minister Belinda made it in, and I, I just found out that she had to go. She was on the line earlier. Oh, hey, hey, I'm hey, sorry, what was that? Cool, cool. Hey. Yeah, well, I, I had uh, a minister. Hello. Hey, good to hear your voice. Hey, how are you doing? Wonderful. Yeah, I had a lady that was going to talk about uh, transitioning uh, women from 18 years of age at uh, Girls Haven into their own uh, place of living. 
but I think she had to go. She was on the line, but I think she had to go. Okay. And if, ma'am, if that's you that just popped in, it's a different number, but if that is you, press 1 so that I know, and I'll open up your phone line. Otherwise, welcome. You're welcome to listen. Thank you. Okay, so how are you doing, Pastor Cooper? Doing fine. Doing great. Uh, glad glad to hear everyone's voice. How is uh, Dr. Hagney doing? Is he okay? Yes. He, uh, his okay. wife is, uh, yeah, I was telling them early on that uh, he loves his wife so much he passed everything over to her that belongs to him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love it. Yes. So, but he's coming along quite, uh, he's, he's doing quite well. Oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Glad mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Were you able to bring your guest in for the evening? I, I, I don't think so. I think we lost her. Uh, she said she had something else that uh, came in, pressing at the same time. So. But uh, it, it's a wonderful thing she's doing. It's uh, Christian Women Network, uh, professional Christian Women Network, and they work across the board. It's uh, not about denominations or anything. Uh, they are women that happen to be Christian that work with women that are not Christian even. And uh, But something just happens whenever they get with them that they end up uh, getting saved. And um, so I was really wanting to get her on the show. I uh, also had uh, a lady that was original Black Panther out of California, which happens to be my aunt. She's 16 years of age and, and was not uh, even recognized as a black panther because she wasn't old enough to be volunteering. She was volunteering at 16. And so the reason why why she came up is because she's showing us how to get housing for these ladies. And uh, she said, first of all, possess the land. And uh, I was thinking, you know, just to build some type of, you know, just a a, roof over their heads. But the housing that she found and the government subsidies and things to go with it, I mean, this is something I would build, and uh, she wants to start off with 10 women. And this is uh, Minister Belinda Cooper's uh, vision for those women, and uh, she does incredible work. I wish I could clone her because she's out there doing so much, and the things that I've, I've gotten her to do at the church, uh, it's become adopted in, in the community. You know, I mean, and her community efforts are just beyond mm-hmm. reach. Uh, so that's why I wanted to highlight her, and I told her that yeah. I want to expose her to other folks, uh, like-minded yeah. folks, maybe to give some more idea, insight, and intellect in uh, making those transitions for those women a lot e- easier. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah. pa- Pastor, can I add to that, uh, just for so everybody, everybody out there knows how important uh, both of these ladies, that, you know, the housing aspect and um, transitioning girls from foster care to living independently. 90% of youth with five-plus foster placements will enter the justice system at some point in their lives. Female foster youth are 10 times more likely than their non-foster peers to commit a crime, uh, while males are 4% more likely. But the foster care to prison pipeline is real. If you're in foster care until you're released at the age of 18 with no, um, with either no or not very thorough or um, supportive services to get you started, 
you have a very real chance of ending up in the system, not necessarily for um, some of the same reasons as as other people um, who may commit crimes. Um, there's just there are a lot of loopholes, especially for young women, um, and there are for young men too. But for young women who are abused and or in foster care. Um, it can be a real uphill battle. So this is just such important work that these two ladies are doing. I hope we can have them on soon. Yeah, and, you know, and I was kind of trying to answer, Ron, I'm not surprised, you know, and that's the reason why I invite I just kind of like, thing. I said, you need to be on the show. I said, because you've been exposed to so many different things and avenues to help her, her dreams are, are, are for others. I mean, God has blessed her with a wonderful life, but she, she just awesome. desires to give back. Oh, yeah. And I didn't realize it. I mean, and, and here it was. She was at my church doing this work for now three or four years now. And, and I went to one banquet. You know, you know, I, we go to so many banquets, you know, with just, you know, automatic, you know, come in, yeah, rush yeah, in, yeah. rush out. Yeah, mm-hmm. get through the crowds, you know. But, boy, I, I sat there and I was touched. Uh, we had a little niece in our family that we adopted. I call her niece because she's ours now. And she told her story, and we were part of that story. You know, it, it becomes touching when you become part of the story, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and part of yeah. her, her story was that uh, she didn't know how to accept love nor recognize it. So yeah. she ran from us. Mm-hmm. She yeah. ran from, She was not used to everyone being in her business. She didn't know how to handle that. Right. Uh, right. Because if you mm-hmm. have a bad day, we all have a bad day. We call, we show up, we do drive. I do drive-by. I mean, y'all, y'all should know that by now because <laughs> – I, I had someone in Tyler, Texas, ask me, say, why are you at this event for the fire? It's the, it was the first uh, event at the African-American Museum at the whole fire station. And I said, because somebody called me. I said, when you call and give me a date and I have an opening on my calendar, I'm driving three and a half hours and I'm going to drive. Well, are you going to spend I said, no, I didn't. I, I came for your event. I'm going back home. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> that's what we do. We, we check on show one up. another. We show up for mm-hmm. one another. Yeah, we show up. That's half of the battle. Yeah. And uh, yeah. these young women have not had people show up for them. And I tell you, the work that uh, Minister Belinda and her team, she has a team of about 50 women, it is tremendous. I mean, a bag. They give them a, 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 a trash bag, plastic trash bag, with all of their belongings, and, and it doesn't even fill the bag up. And then they have to leave mm-hmm. at 18 years of age, whether you have a wow. job, education, income, mm-hmm. Transportation, anything. Right. You have to go. Right. Right. And you know that's what I meant when I said I didn't say it very well, but when I said you know sometimes the the reason they end up in the justice system is not for the same kind of crimes. What I meant by that was exactly what you just said: the running away. A lot of young women try to escape abuse at home, um, physical, sexual, emotional. Uh, They try to escape abusive household. You say end up in the wrong kind of foster home or shuffled around from foster home. A lot of women end up doing things to get out of that situation. They end up in jail or prison. Yeah. Uh, Yes, exactly. Did you say trafficking? Yes, trafficking. Absolutely. They they end up in that. that Exactly. And just because you're a victim of trafficking doesn't mean you don't get arrested. You still get arrested for prostitution. You still get in the system. And so that's right. what I meant by loopholes, and, and that's what I meant yes. by that. I'm glad you brought that up. Absolutely. And so it's just so much. I just hope that she can break loose. I, I told her we're on to 10 o'clock, and I know y'all have so many other topics to cover. 
I think Dr. McKellar sent something earlier today about what's going on there in the city. Uh, some, something about uh, city council being harassed. I'm not sure, Dr. McKellar, but I thought uh, something was text earlier. Yeah, well, and not only that, um, I just got two other messages from many of my friends uh, here in the city uh, that are very upset uh, with, and I just actually sent out to to you as well as to uh, Mr. Arthur. I will send it to um, to Dr. Carr as well as Miss Rihanna, and um, and and they'll have it before the evening is out. But here's here's what what I I want to say in regards, and and I know Miss Rihanna and and Dr. Carr may not be able to follow me. So if you, if you, one of your gentlemen would put it on our chat uh, out there so that uh, Ms. Rihanna and Dr. Carr will have it. But, but what, what I see is uh, in this person is first of all, um, something happened in his childhood, obviously that, and now I'm, I'm, I'm going to analyze people from just listening uh, yeah. to this guy yeah. talk <laughs> And so I'm going to use my professional skills, right? And so something Maybe. drastically happened to this guy in his childhood. Uh, I don't. I, I had him on on our Thursday show uh, when he decided to write a book on uh, lynching of black people in um, in Smith County. Now, as everybody on this this show knows, that I don't work for Smith County. I work for the city of Tyler. And so, uh, right. so you got to know the difference between county, and you got to know the difference between the city, city government, and county government. So I don't move out of city government and go over and try to handle things at the county. But here's what I can tell you: so this guy wants to take upon himself to attack two black women, but there are two black elected officials who are at the county who happens to be men. But he has not attacked those two men, but he's going to try to attack two women. So I said to him, well, what, if, you, if you're very interested in black folk, and I, and I said, and let me share with you that before you were born, I was probably working in civil rights, right? And so wow. with, with, with that being said, I decide which projects that I take on. And if you want to write a book on black lynching and you're you're a brown person, what, even though you may not you what you you may not know, go ahead. Let me give a little background since I was the one the reason that he wound up on your show, right? You know, I, 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 I met. I, I didn't know that. I, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, I met okay. you. You met him on Cooper's campaign, and uh, and I and, and I had him on. Uh, another uh, 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 TV show that I was doing, and then I had, and then I then I told you about him, and so okay. you let him on the show. Uh, but, but basically, but basically, this is a this is a, and if you see him, you know what I'm saying he's a, he's basically a white Hispanic, right guy. Uh, uh, and, and so basically, what he and, and so he for some reason he decided that he wanted to help black people uh, memorize mention. Now I'm not going into the whole thing, but but I have that conversation with him, and basically I told him, I said, you know, we have issues with Hispanic uh, uh, racism against black people. I said, what you could do down in East Texas is organize, is go give it to Hispanic people and educate them about Hispanic racism toward black people. I said, that would be more helpful 
and you, uh, you know, trying to help us with the lynching thing. I say, I say, you know, I say, you know, I say, because you don't know who's talking who in the community about whatever. But for some reason, he persists, and so for some reason, he he tried to include Shirley and you know in his whatever it is he's doing, trying to you know you know raise the political temperature, I guess. And so basically, and, and what it sounds like to me is he actually got upset with somebody else. And, and so I don't know why he, you know, decided he put you in a shirt, but, you know, you, you know, had the conversation today, and I'll tell you what I would do. Well, here's, here's I, what I'm I said. Clear. I, but can I just say this one thing? What I said is that, once again, I work for the city, not for the county. The county decides what memorials that they're going to place. There's two black male elected officials that work in the county, isn't it interesting that you're going to come and try to attack two black women mm. who is not weak, neither one of the two are weak, trust me, mm. but you haven't said anything to two black elected men who work for the county. And so to give you a little back, back story to Ms. Rihanna and, and Dr. Um, Carr, we had a joint meeting the city had a joint meeting with the county last week, and it was in regards to the work that we're going to be doing on our city streets. The city owns the streets. The county owns the square where the jail is, where the, uh, the new courthouse is getting ready to be built. So the mayor, Mayor Don Warren, said, my mayor, uh, what's going to happen with, I can't even remember the squirrel's name, a squirrel that was buried on the county property, on the county property. And he asked what was going to happen to the squirrel. Was Is the squirrel going to be moved over? And then so everybody that was in the chambers, they, they chuckled, and that was the end of it. But but however, there was a story by one of our news news stations here that did a story on the squirrel and what would happen to the squirrel because he's buried on the county property. So this guy decides that he wants me that I, that he wants me to take on his project and I said, "You don't decide for me what projects I take on. I decide. But if you want to take on a project, take on getting my folks reparation, my ancestors." Mm-hmm. Because that 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 lynching monument that you're talking about, that's not going to put a dime into any of my, the offsprings of the ancestors who work for free in this country and in Smith County, post-slavery and doing slavery. Go work on that. But you don't tell wow. me what to work on. I decide what project wow. I'm going to take on. And so then now he's smearing all across... And he and I said, you sit behind a computer. You're not man enough to come say something to me. First of all, you're not on my level anyway, so you don't even need to come say anything to me. But you sit behind a computer, Facebook, and type up a bunch of trash. That's not going to change anything. I'm still, I just still decide which projects I take on. And that help doesn't come from you. So if you want to join my join my project and help reparation take place in this country, that's my project. 
So with that being said, and then okay. he, then so I'm gonna I'm gonna send make sure that you guys can read it. Uh, and Miss Rihanna, I think you were on that day that that he was on. I'm not sure his name is D G Montalvo, who doesn't know he's a brown person because he thinks he's he thinks he's the same as Miss Rihanna. He's married oh. to a Caucasian woman, came from Mexico, oh. and, and lived a cruel life in Mexico. His father left him and his family. So that's why I said he's got some childhood issues. So that's that. Oh, and so I get all... <laughs> I'm sorry. There you go. All right. There you go. I'm sorry. Same thing. I'm acting like Arthur. No, same thing. I shouldn't have said that. Well, Dr. Carr, could you offer some healing healing to this situation? I'll tell you you what, you know. I'm not sure if if you're ready to be healed yet. Nobody nobody wants to be healed. That is the issue right there. Yeah, the issue might be ready. Yeah, that ain't right, too, Pastor. You know, you're in the healing business. I'm trying to get something for the situation. <laughs> what do you think about that, brother Carl? What kind of healing uh, situation will, will you put on something like that? You got somebody that's trying, that want to come in our community and see. And we get this all the time where people come in, they're gonna help us, and they don't understand what that looked like to us. Right? right? You come help us like that, and then you more you more hype than we hype. You know, you know that's you know. Yeah. So, 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 what do you have to say? Do you have anything back to in, in your book about that? Yes, I do, uh, particularly in order for someone to come in to our cultural community to, quote, help us, you first have to know us. If you okay. don't know me culturally, if you don't know me spiritually, if you don't know me historically, if you don't know how we have lived socially among ourselves, you can't help me. And it's kind of like uh, the story in the book of John where Jesus met this guy who was at the pool of Bethesda, and he asked him a question. He said, now, do you want to be made whole? So it may be that that person is issue-bound with other things from his childhood and not ready for the kind of healing that he needs. So it sounds like a, a perfect case where he may not want to be, may not be ready for it yet. You know, he may need it but not be ready for it yet. And if they're not ready, you know, the when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. When the patient admits that he or she is bound by sickness, the doctor can help. But unless you know me, then you can't help me. I wouldn't want to invite someone into my space to suggest how they can supply me without even knowing what my needs are. It's an interesting personality there. I wouldn't want to be that person. No. Well, how do they deal with misplaced passion like that? They got mis. How do you deal with with misplaced passion? It's mis. You in my world, misplaced. What I do with you? Do you I know, get ready to? Do I? What I do with you? It, it's like the it's like the person who is themselves to alcoholism or drugs. We don't need to discard them, but their issue needs to be identified, then we can move forward. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah. you know, I'm curious. I'm curious about when I first came on. We were talking about Trump, and I'm curious about uh, the 14th Amendment and whether there has been a gathering of uh, political officials to spotlight and highlight the 14th Amendment and what it says about Trump uh, entering to the office of president, having this. Uh, been engaged in this insurrection or rebellion against the Constitution, are we going to are we going to keep the spotlight on that, or is he going to call himself working around that and go to jail and be president at the same time? What's going to happen with that? I'd like to hear some feedback on that. I'm curious about that. Okay. Wait a minute. Anybody want to jump in, Miss Arthur? The 14th Amendment to the Constitution about... Right, Section 3. Yeah, Section 3 particularly. Yeah. Right. You engage in insurrection, then you can't be president. Oh, yeah. Now, that's in the court court of of Minnesota, so we're still kind of waiting to see the first thing. Okay, okay. I'm curious about that. I'm very curious Mm -hmm. about that. Yeah. Because if that were you or if that were I... The stopper would already be in place if that were one of us. <laughs> the stopper would already be in place. Yeah. 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 So I'm sure. curious about that. Well, well we're going to find out here in a minute. If curiosity is going to be up in 2024. Matter of fact, there's going to be a trial on this month down, down in uh, Georgia. So that's going to be interesting. It's going to be on TV. I mean, y'all are going to mm-hmm. watch it. It's going to be a trial on TV. Finally, Willis now. Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. correct. That's right. In Georgia on the 23rd. 23rd. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's going to get yeah. real, real fast. Oh, oh it, it, today was the beginning of it's getting ready to be real serious in this country. And I think that we've come to a point where these these legal people in the judiciary system, are not, they're not taking it anymore. I, I listened to an interview by um, attorney, the attorney general, and we remember the attorney general of the United States actually should be on the Supreme Court right now. But we wow. know he was denied that opportunity to be there. But he, he was so caught up in, in, in the, our democracy he he even talked about how what happened with with his people who he lo- he lost two family members during uh, the Holocaust and mm-hmm. and so he almost he, he actually did cheer up okay. um, because th- this is weighing heavily on the, the, I believe he is a honest sincere man trying to carry out the law of the land. Mm. And, and he's, he's been disrespected. They, they disrespected Jesus, right? So who are we? We're nothing. Absolutely. We're filthy Absolutely. rags. We're fallible creatures. So we're in good company when people disrespect <laughs> us. We're in good company with the man, with the plan. Mm. So I'm not, 
I'm not bothered by the insignificant uh, comments that people get behind a computer on Facebook and, they, and type up, right? Right. But I, but I like what Dr. Carr says. You don't know me spiritually. You don't yeah. know me you culturally. Me? You well, you, first of all, I, some help you don't want. I don't need your help. Okay. Right. I don't need your help. Mm-hmm. And and once again, everybody on this phone, to include Miss Rihanna, she's the youngest one of us, have been fighting mm-hmm. for the greater good of civil rights for a long time. And, and every black and brown and Caucasian person have benefited from our ancestors fighting on behalf of civil rights. Everybody benefited from it. Did we not? Mm-hmm. Did everybody not? Everybody. Yep. Miss Rihanna benefited. Uh, his brown people benefited, and of course, who fought for it? Black people. So obviously, right. we benefited. Absolutely. And we all been fighting. We all been fighting for equality for a long time. And so once again, a monument on the square downtown Tyler, Texas, is not going to put a dime of reparation into my ancestors and my offspring, I should say the offspring of our ancestors who worked for free to build this country, a monument is not going to put a dime in their pockets. So I want to see reparations. Well, well, Adrian, I want to see both of them. It may not put a dime in their pocket, but it might put a spine in some of them's back. So that's what I want to see. You think so? I, I, hey, I, I, I know currently I don't see the spine, and I and it couldn't do nothing. So I like it. If you if you put a, if you if you put a monument there, fine. The the monument that I love and is already there are those warriors who gave all. The Clarence Loves and the Maxie Jacksons that I went to school with who went to Vietnam and lost their lives and their names are on the monument downtown. Those, yeah, put them up. That's the yeah, monument. Yeah, yeah, put, yeah, I have yeah, great. Put, I have great. They're already up. They're already up. And I have great respect oh, for that oh, yeah. monument. Of course they are. They've been up for a long time. I'm about to go for well, a long well, time. Next time I'm down there, next time I'm down there, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go look at them. You stand you stand right you stood right beside them many times. You probably just I never paid any attention. Many times right, okay. on the square. Go ahead. Oh, you mean downtown? You mean on the square? On the square downtown Tyler, Texas. I thought all you them were stood the You stood beside you. No. No, right, sir. I'm going to have to look closer. Well, we'll see. Well, they, well, you know, if anybody pointed out to me, I never would have thought it. Yeah, <laughs> so, there why, you go. Well, why would you not <laughs> think it? Well, I was in and Tyler. And that's the city. That's the area she she controls. That's in the city. Uh-huh, yeah. I mean, I know Tyler. I mean, I, you know, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm, I'm still learning. You know, I'm Once again... I'm gonna look when I'm down there. If you time. if you want to note if you want to note those who were hung downtown Tyler in the square, if you want to note hmm. those, it, it that that's heartbreaking for me to even look and see people that were killed for no reason whatsoever. Well, babe, I remember those people. I don't know those people, but I but I can remember in my mind because of reading history and in the history books, I know that it happened. 
Mm-hmm. But but what I want to see happen more so once again is that those ancestors that were killed for no reason pay their family mm-hmm. members. Pay them. Wow. Yeah, yeah. The uh, money yeah, that you true. should have paid them, pay it to their offspring. Yeah, that too. Yeah, and that. See, I'm in the and that category. And that. Yeah, we. Yeah. You know, I'm down to the. Well, right now, right now. That money okay. that you're talking about, that money that you're talking about, put that in their pockets. Yeah, here, Walks at Texas. Walks at Texas. I was, you know, get a couple weeks they got, you know, got the Negro in the basement thing working, right? Now, <laughs> you know, we got a Negro in the basement sign down there. We're trying to get, them to get rid of the Negro in the basement sign. For some reason, they want to hold on to it. Now, what I'm saying to you is, and what I'm saying to them, if you're all so proud of it, then you need to make it a destination place. You can't have it down there and be high. You're going to be high. So, so, you know, you need to get rid of it because it's not original with the building. But the bottom line is what I'm saying is that, the people that live down there, they want it gone. Okay, they want yeah. it gone. And, and so, gone. the the, the, the negro, the, the negro in the basement. Uh, okay, you know, can you explain that? Because I don't. Because they're, they're, the only a, thing that's in the basement is archived. Well, now, now there's a painting. There's a painting of of uh, negroes. I guess the negroes, something, something. But it used to be a whole big old thing. That's where they used to do the bad things to negroes at back in the day. Yeah, but that's not down there. That's not down there anymore, Mr. Arthur. Uh, 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 Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. I did a press conference a couple weeks ago down there. Yeah, the Negro is down there. The Negro is still down there. Still on the wall. And so that's what we're trying. Okay. So that's what we're working on, trying to, you know, to either. You're talking about you're talking about a picture. You're talking about a picture. Yeah, yeah, picture. I'm not talking about the I'm not talking about the sheriff that got elected. No, he ain't down there no more. That was a, oh oh okay. When I say nigga in the basement. I'm talking about him. No 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 he, no. he got out after a couple of weeks after he started complaining about it. You know, then they got him out, and then that's what we found out about about it. You know, because see, he was offended because he because you know okay the guy the, all the sheriff oh, got elected. Oh, no, are you talking about are you talking about J B Smith or are you talking about Larry Smith? Who are you talking about? I don't know which one sure. it was. This was like three years ago. I don't know which one it was. Where was that like three years ago? Because we went down there because they put him in the basement. They they, they, they gather all of the sheriff's they officers, but they put him in the basement. I, I mean, constables, but they put, put him in the basement. And so in the basement, they, they put, got this. Huh? The, they put the, who in the basement who, now? Whoever the sheriff was, Smith, whatever his name was, got like three years ago. Uh and so they, and so they put no, that was Larry, that's Larry Smith. Larry Smith is our present sheriff. He's been the sheriff for the last three or four years. J.B. Smith okay, was, the, was, was the sheriff. Okay, Texas. Where are you talking about? Oh, no. Where are you talking? See, I thought you were talking about Tyler, Texas. No, I'm, no, I'm, no. I'm no. Talking, I'm, I am talking about Smith County. That's where I live now. Okay, so, so okay, okay. Now, because that's I what I was saying. There's not, that, that is not okay, in the basement, making, but you're talking about another oh. city. Okay, I was making the analogy. I was making an analogy about you know whether to have the symbols up there and that type of stuff or not. And I was just saying, and I was just saying as an analogy to what's going on down there with the you know hanging so on and so on. That, that in Waxahachie, they have this they have issue with, with they got this Negro in the basement. Uh, thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I missed that. I thought I thought you were talking so, about Smith County, and I knew so, I knew that was not in the basement of Smith County, so that's why I was. Uh, yeah. to, okay, go ahead. Yeah, so, so what I'm just saying that the people down there they want it gone. And, and I don't blame is, them. I understand. And, and what I'm 
saying is that, look here, and what I'm saying is that, just I said the same about the big shots to, to down from you, you ran in Dallas. You got to say, look, it means you make a deal. It means you're doing a business deal in the shadow of, of Jefferson Davis, right? It's going to be a certain ambiance, you know, to the deal making. Now, it means you do a deal in the shadow of Martin King or Frederick Douglass, you're going to have a whole different feel, and it's going to be a whole different deal. And I'm just saying those symbols have power. They have power. They, oh, they I understand have, all that. I, 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 so thought, to, I misunderstood. Yeah. I thought you were saying <laughs> that was in Smith County in the basement in Tyler, Texas, and I said no. And so, But you're talking about another city, so now we're on right, the right, right track because right, right. you're talking about right, someplace right. else that I haven't been to. Uh, no, it, 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 when I get down here, but, but I'm going to go and look around when I come down there, when I go look at all your stats and stuff. Maybe. I, 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 I hope I don't find that. Do y'all have any other besides, besides that? You got, what kind of fair stuff? Say it again now. Well, what type of Confederate symbols do y'all have still intact? Because most towns still got still got something. You know, like they got a big obelisk outside too, or the dogs are Confederate. That's also uh, out there on that uh, courthouse walks the hatchet. Do you have yeah, one of those Confederate? All, all we have, all we have, are those monuments with names of people on the square here that's showing who the police officers. That died in the line of duty. The, the warriors that died in the line of duty. We have a, uh, we have a, we have a. Uh, I, I guess it would be all of the wars, because I know that those two guys that I mentioned were in. They served during the time you served. They they lost their lives during that war. But I think that we have some Iraq uh, veterans on, on our monument as well. Hey, Dr. McKellar. My, uh, yes, sir. Deborah Anderson is on right now. She should be uh, oh, unmuted. Not sure. Out of California. Oh, outstanding. Please bring her in and interview her, please, uh, Pastor Cooper. Uh, Deborah, can you hear me? Yes, I can. How are everybody this evening? Good, Good evening, evening and welcome to the show, ma'am. It's great to have you on. And uh, we're going to turn you over to. Uh, Pastor Cooper, and he's going to share everything that you have to educate us on this evening. Thank you so much for being with us tonight on Marvelous Monday. It's my pleasure. Yes, Pastor Cooper. Well, you know, uh, because she is family, we're a Southern boy, so I still call her Aunt Deborah. So uh, that's how I'm going to address her. She wears many, many hats. I let her uh, introduce herself. Matter of fact, uh, when I introduce her uh, to people in the political arena and civil rights arena and all those other hats that she's worn for many, many years, way before uh, I started my fight, but uh, we are finding out that it is in our DNA. Uh, but she has been qualified, and if it had not been for a sudden tragedy in her life with uh, my favorite cousin and her son passing at an early age, she probably would have been uh, the governor of California. So I'm not one of the first ones that was considered to be governor of a large state. So with that being said, I'm going to let uh, my Aunt Deborah, the, the, the queen, the warrior, just as Deborah uh, in the Bible, the judge, that, that uh, when Barak, which the name means blessed, uh, didn't hold up to his end of the bargain, she stepped up. And, uh, well, my Aunt Deborah has been stepping up for years, and I thank her for that. Uh, she's a matriarch in our family, and she is wearing it well. 
So with that being said, uh, I'm going to let you take the floor on Deborah and go wherever you need to go. Well, good afternoon, evening. I I know that it's a time difference there, but I was sharing with my nephew because of a lot of work um, family members didn't know because of the protection of my family. Um, I work with uh, Gwen Goodlow, uh, Gwen Brown, they're the ones, the Black Panther. I am still a Black Panther. This is a lifetime commitment. Um, we worked on the breakfast lunch program, and thank God that soon that they'll have a documentary out uh, for all the ones that were too young or did not know or was giving uh, this impression, the, um, um, Huey Newton, uh, Elbridge, all of these guys, they were um, university graduates. They were doctors uh, in their field. Um, Gwen Goodlow and um, uh, Elaine Brown, they were the ones, they were in nutrition. That's what started the breakfast lunch program, and we know it across the nation as SNAP. Um, After they dismantled, uh, because we were on our way to um, financial Um, After all, we fleeced our own areas. Uh, All the drug dealers had to leave. Uh, Brothers really took their spot into society. That gave a lot of pride to our people because you notice back in those days, we didn't wear makeup or we did not have uh, any type of process in our hair. We were naturals. but that was a threat. Um, that was a threat, and many lies and a lot of infiltration took place. And um, two of my comrades, um, they uh, professors. They were professors. They were two sisters in um, uh, Philadelphia. They just passed away like three weeks of each other from COVID during that time. Mm. Um, wow. And those were we are the last. We are the last because I'll be 70 years old my next birthday. Mm -hmm. I work with um, um, Normandy Five. Normandy Five, I was 14 years old going on 15 um, when I went into Normandy Five at that time. And um, uh, you know it as West Angeles, uh, Bishop Blake um, Mm -hmm. that was in there. He was Deacon Blake at the time. They did oh, not okay. let black. They did not let black um, work on um, uh, own their own buildings for churches. You had to lease them. So Bishop Blake. That's why West Angeles end up in the political arena. And I was there until my father walked in there and busted me out and said, "Everything she signs is not legal. She is not." of age, but I was that mature as a 15-year-old and very politically aware. Yeah. So, um, but I, I was able to fool them. But you know how your Paul is. Uh, he didn't want me, uh, and they, he wanted it to be legal, and they would find out that I was not of legal age to be signing documents I was signing. But West Angeles and uh, Bishop Blake, 
uh, they end up buying up a lot of the uh, real estate there to put uh, especially mm-hmm. high-rise buildings for seniors. Um, right. They started that for black seniors. But anyway, hey, Deborah, I want to see if they, uh, I, I see if they have, have any questions uh, because you hit so many points, and, and now uh, I guess Arthur can see where I get that from. We we move okay. quickly. Yeah, yeah. Because, I was just giving co- a cover a lot. So I, I Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I want to introduce Dr. Carr, Pastor Carr. He's on the line. Dr. Shirley McKellar, which is uh, she's in the Radio Hall of Fame. Uh, I mean, she, she's wow. in a league of her own. The mayor pro tem of yes. Tyler, Texas. We have uh, Brother Arthur Fleming. Sometime I, I ordain him, and then I take him down. Uh, <laughs> and then Miss Rihanna. Our, our I'm just a Santa. I'm just a Santa. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and Dr. Hagney's not on. He's our pharmacist. So again, like you're talking about, educated. We, we we've been educated by the world and. Uh, We've also been been schooled by by teachers, but with that being said, I want we do a round robin and go. We we'll start with Dr. McKellar. This is her radio show. She we are her co-host, and she invited us. And I think we've been doing this about four and a half, five years. I'm not sure, but uh, I just want to go around the room and see if they have any questions because there's so many different areas y'all should go into. She was president Toys for Top uh, in, uh, there in Pillington. I guess I'm saying the right thing in uh, Marine Base there in uh, San Diego. So. Yes, yes. It's uh, um, I'm a uh, coordinator. I've been that for right. 53 years. That's what you're I thought. Coordinator. Dr. Kelly, you want to jump in? Yes, outstanding. So you're the coordinator for uh, for the for the military installation in San Diego. Is that what what you were um, saying? At Camp Pendleton. Yes, yes. Camp Pendleton. Okay. I, yes. Right. I actually I'm retired army. I was stationed at Balboa for a couple of years. Uh, I worked with Myanmar. Yes, I worked with Myanmar for many years. Well, well, let me just tell you this, ma'am. Go ahead. Well, we have admired your work and the work uh, of uh, of your group from the '60s all of our lives as we have grown up, and and we stand on your shoulders because we learned. Uh, from you all how to handle issues uh, in our own communities as we grew up across this nation. So I, I salute, I, I'm so honored to have you on our show, and we thank Pastor Cooper. Uh, he's been holding you back because we had no idea, or I had no idea. <laughs> and, and so it is just a pleasure uh, to sit at your feet and listen to you. Uh, we remember the names, Huey Newton, and all of the uh, people that worked with you. And we thank you for because we now feed, we have the backpack program, and we feed young students. I had a school for 20 years uh, here in my city in Tyler, Texas, an early childhood education school. And so we had the backpack program, and we fed these kids, and we feed them now because of the work that you all did in San Francisco to help us to open our eyes to see the importance of us taking care of our young kids because if, they, if they're if they hungry, they can't learn, right? That's so right. They're, they're, this was yes. the whole, that was the whole objective of the nutritionist in 
and letting them know that this is a was a way to hold back our children by keeping them unfed. Um, so we took it upon ourselves because I was BPP Los Angeles chapter, and right. um, um, uh, we worked very closely with the Oakland chapter. Um, yes, ma'am. And this is where a lot of the uh, UC Davis, UC San Francisco, yes. and yes. we got yes. a lot. And the 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 actual. Um, what you've seen out there in demonstrations was actual gang members that yes, was organized in self-defense and to learn to love each other, that the war wasn't about us. It was about the establishments against us, so we policed our own area and cleaned it up. And... Um, those brothers, the fatherless men and boys had a chance to be around educated brothers that was able to educate them. And when they seen all of this uh, taking place, we become a threat. And that's when they, uh, the report went to Johnson um, uh, that the most made from Hoover, that the most dangerous man in America, and the greatest hmm. threat is an educated black one. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So, wow. so yeah. ma'am, let me just say that. How, how did you all feel when you knew that you were out there uh, for self-defense and you were out there for, for making sure that our young students, the young kids, were fed so that they could be able to learn so that they, if they had a full stomach, then obviously their mind and they could think better. How did you feel when, when it turned in the opposite direction and you started to have brutality and uh, as you were trying to protect the neighborhood? Well, what does that make it how did you feel? Oh, it, it, it was a heartbreaking and it's still heartbreaking. Okay. I was just going, um, the infiltration went when you had people like Elbridge Cleaver, that was yeah. not a panther, okay? He and uh, Huey Newton, but they would put up these podiums and start speaking and saying, death to the pigs. That's where that came from. That had nothing mm-hmm. to do with BPP. And mm-hmm. that was an open up where the police can open up and dismantle us and murder a lot of my Conrad. Um, we were at, I was at the two weeks after before they, in Chicago, when they killed Fred Hampton. So yeah. this is, and that was another infiltration. Um, see, this is the only way they can get, and they had media on their sides because they didn't show the good things we were doing. They yeah. were showing everything like the conflict between us and the police. Sure. Uh, sure. I thank God um, that people are waking up. And I was listening at your reparations because I'm working on that as well. At, at Wonderful. I just came from Wonderful. Washington. And um, yes, but money in people's pocket that does not know anything about economics and uh, the investment of it. The reparations, the reparations, 
okay, and reparations and, and that right there. I've been in so many aspects. I have never stopped being the activist. Being an activist is what got me the Toys for Tot program, Count Pendleton, when I walked into the general's office. Wonderful. Well, let me give you that. I want to give you some more. I want to give you, wait just a minute, Mr. Arthur. I want to give you some more credit, uh, ma'am, and and that is your work was the onset of medicine for black people. The medical clinic that you all set up along with. Yes. You're the onset of of us having greater health care in this country for black people. Go ahead, Miss Arthur. Yeah, okay. uh, Deborah. Uh, 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 thanks yeah. for being on. Okay, not for me. Not for me with uh, 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 Stokes Carmichael, uh, Black Panther Lyons County. Uh, you know, and before that, the, the Panthers of the, the Panthers of the, you know that division in, in World War II that didn't that didn't get no credit here lately. But anyway, so that that the word Panthers has been strong for a while. But, but, but look, here, you said something about. Ezra Cleaver, Soul on Life guy, and and uh, 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 Huey Newton. Okay, you say that they that they were not Panthers. Is that what you're saying? Elbridge Cleaver was not a Panther. Yeah, Huey Newton. Elbridge Cleaver, Huey Newton was the founder. That's um, it. And Bobby uh, of of of, of um, uh, the Panther Party. Okay. Um, with yes, he, uh, um. He was um, uh, what they called uh, the front runner uh, mm-hmm. that went out and see Stokey Carmichael and all of them, Angela Davis, she was not uh, what you call a panther. She become a victim of teaching black history aboard Camp Pendleton, I mean, um, UCLA, because she was a professor there. And we used to go to her lectures on Saturdays. And when Uh they found out she was doing this, she was fired. That's right. Um, And uh, then they put her in um, when the Soledad Brothers incident. I don't know if you are familiar with that. Oh, we, oh, we, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. familiar. You're we're familiar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the Soledad, that's when they locked her up, and uh, we know what it was about. So um, that's when we went on free Angela Davis. Uh, right. We network. remember. We were yeah, young. Okay. Well, we remember. Right, so <laughs> we, were, we remember. Okay. Okay, we said so we said our black. One more question. Okay, you remember when you remember when uh, uh Patty Hearst got kidnapped by Sin Q now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. Well, no, oh, okay. she was Sin not Sin kidnapped. Sin Q now. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, she was not kidnapped. Yeah. Uh, no, okay, she went. Not she, kidnapped. She, free, she freely okay. went with them, right? Uh, yeah, uh, she uh, she was one oh. of the ones that was helping. Her father ran that uh, newspaper. The newspaper, right, that's right. Because Bobby Seals is the one that was really, really um, uh, Huey's partner in in the development right. of of the Panther Party. That's right. Uh, okay, well, I was saying a few minutes ago. Part of the Panther Party is what I want to ask you. Was 10Q now a part of the Panther Party? Is the question I want to ask you. I'm trying to find out 
was that relationship between Sanq, uh, Nim, and uh, Panthers? That's what I'm trying to ask you. Okay, with 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 those, that was the Liberation Party. Uh, it was had no. It had it 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 was. In other words, we was not stopping them from doing their thing, but we knew our mission. And what happened in that um, with that that type of um, uh, uh, organization, it allowed for a lot of confusion to come in on who was a panther and who wasn't, just like people uh, uh, thought Elbridge Cleaver was a panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did what he just said tonight. I, yeah, he was he not said. a panther. That's okay. why they said that they was if you if you would look at back at the uh the newspapers, Huey Newton and Elvis Cleaver was having run ins because they were trying to look like us and they would say things that was not what our purpose was. Our purpose hmm. was for independence to rebuild our own neighborhoods, to spend the money in our own neighborhoods to look out for and have the respect because it was a time where a brother couldn't say, hey, baby. That was disrespect. Okay, mm-hmm. so it was teaching them respect. And so uh, I've you? been at the big part, and then we had Stokey Carmichael. Uh, he was the one... Um, uh, um, that went into the self-defense mode, and he taught all a lot of the um, uh, the ones that had uh, self-defense because he and he actually had Camp Pendleton involved. That's what scared them because a lot of you. I don't know if you ever heard of the Demi- uh, Mau Maus in in, in military. Yeah. Oh, yes. I want you to the look Mau. up the Mau Mau's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mau Mau's were then overseas when they were telling the people that black people grow tails to scare um, the females away from the black Marines <laughs> in Okinawa, Japan. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you heard of that? No, no, right. no, no, mm-hmm. no, no. No, no, uh, I Adapt. Brother DeMau Mau out of Detroit, John Adap, all of those guys, that's where you hear that hand, that, that handshake that they didn't understand because they learned to greet each other and talk to each other just by what they call adapting. Have you ever heard of that? Wow, it's, it's called, interesting. It's called yeah, I, it's so much. It's so much. I didn't know the, um, I didn't know the origin. I didn't know the origin. I did not. Yes, yes, yes. And it means that I'm not on, when you put your fist on top of your brother's fist, I'm not on top of you or you're not beneath me. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. okay. Wow. This is, a, this is a way that they can greet each other without, because in 1971, mm-hmm. Camp Pendleton put a law on there that two or more black Marines could not walk on the base. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Yes, and um, well, you know that Google. when they looked at us as a threat. <laughs> oh, well, well, guess what? Uh, that's when um, 
I become Mary Wilkin with Charmaine Bassett, Harry Dillon, and David Wiseman, all of them out of the Oakland area, because mm-hmm. they arrested 14 black Marines. And if you would Google that, and you, nobody never heard of this, and I was fighting KKK because I was their defense chairman. I'm the one who hired all their lawyers pro bono to get them out of the brig. And if you would Google Camp Pendleton 14 KKK, you would see McGivries, Capers, Fletcher, Spencer, uh, Lee, Snow, McGivry. I worked with them for four years straight. Wow. So, their, so, ma'am, let me, ask, let, me, let me ask you this. Why is it, because all these years we thought that Eldridge Cleaver was a member of the campus, how did, how did that come about? That, because uh, you came, it, it was called sl- slipping in there and doing this mimicking, the same thing that we were doing, like having these rallies. Uh-huh. Like having these things out there, because if you notice, when everybody started getting killed, they, uh, Elvridge Cleaver slipped and went to another country. Uh-huh. When we all our passports was revoked. Right. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you a question about Elvridge Cleaver. Okay, Soul on Ice. Okay, he wrote a book. He was in the right, pen. Right. Right. Soul that brother. Okay, so how did he wind up in the pen? I thought it was because he was a panther and they were doing a roundup. Because they, cause I, like you said, they killed. They killed. I, I mean, I was down in Houston when it went down. When 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 they killed the ones in Houston, and so yeah, and so I, I was wondering how he never got killed or how he. But he wound up in the pen. So how did that happen? So he wasn't with you guys. He was. He's with his own organization. But you say that they were used to uh, 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 infiltrate uh, the main organization. That what you're saying. Yeah, but see, he went to he went to the he he only went to the pen because they uh, in the first place uh, that's who they used um, with everybody they get something on them mm-hmm. and then they um, uh, tell them you do this because he was not no uneducated man as well. Elvis Cleaver was. Oh educated. no, he is well. Oh, he's no. well oh, educated. He ran. He ran for president of the United States. He's very. He was a brilliant mm-hmm. man, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Yes, no, Elvis Cleaver. But see, his whole. Um, he was trying to. In another direction. Okay. And taking the party in another direction, it was not the party to begin with. It just we looked alike. Okay. 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 So that was a kind of okay. Okay. And and if he's out there by saying about police corruption and all of this stuff, you're gonna automatically think he's a black panther because that's all we were doing at the time. Mm-hmm. You see, okay. this is okay. it was it was all a psychology move. And mm-hmm. um uh, you get all of these um, uh, with Camp Pendleton 14. That's when a lot of them, and that was in uh, 77. And uh, <laughs> if you Google it, you will see it because people didn't even know that that even occurred because they kept it under media wrap. Wow. And, and Deborah, uh, let, let me interject here just a second. Uh, 
That's not you and I was talking. Y'all, y'all have to understand this conversation we have right now. This is a heavy conversation that I think is like an advertiser, and then I go on home and and do something else, and I come back to Texas and run for lieutenant governor, governor of the United States Senate, hang out with folks that have had their own uh, uh, nurse practices and everything else like you folks. And so I take being in that surroundings for granted, but when I was – something sparked me the other night, when, when, and Deborah was telling me about some of these things, because the factual basis are there, and you go back and look at the books in history. And so I'm going to redirect it to David Duke. Uh, some of us found out about him later on, but as a teenager, she had a run-in with him already. And so I'm going to ask her to tell a little bit about that story. But just to let you understand that this is the kind of conversation we have casually with popcorn and coke. So uh, uh, my sister, Dr. McKellar, I apologize to you all because this is normal. This is normal for us. No one's writing books. That's the reason why when, uh, and nothing against uh, Beto O'Rourke, but someone was saying, oh, Beto O'Rourke's passing out water. Well, this lady drove an 18-wheeler to Beaumont, Texas, I think before or after Katrina. It was Katrina. And uh, her, her, her load had flipped on her, and so her 30-something-year-old, male drivers couldn't handle the rig, but because she has a brother-in-law, my daddy, it was a truck driver and a <laughs> sister that drove buses, and, and her other sister drove Greyhound. She handled an 18-wheeler across Texas with a lopsided road, uh, uh, load, and we don't talk about this stuff, but you can go back and look at ABC News, NBC News, before Mike Cooper retired and ran for governor and all these other things. We fed the hungry. We took care of those that were escaping New Orleans when no one assisted them and helped them, and when they ended up in Beaumont, Texas. And I'm only thinking about it right now because this is what we do. This is not for show. We didn't have video camera back then, uh, but people heard about it, so they showed up at the Elegante Hotel where I was having church service, and we fell, uh, uh, gave people uh, 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 underwear, stuff that I never thought about, but I never thought about this stuff. Uh, she collected deodorant. She said, people need that. Diapers for adults. Who thinks of that? Diapers for adults. Uh, ma- uh, a woman. Uh, let, me an- let me answer that. A woman. Sure. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I got, we um, all thought of that. And we all worked I, at and, but, but Go ahead. I have <laughs> loads from, um, uh, um, got it from everybody was smelling good. Because remember that, that part of that load. I bought in inflated mattresses. I bought in yes. uh, right. everything right. that was needed mm-hmm. um, because we you. went to the dome after we left Michael, and we were the ones that was cleaning up all the uh, the elderlies out of the wheelchairs that they were the stuck in. Yes. No yes, camera. Yes. We were there for two no weeks, video. and then we were sent. To, we went to That's no, right. no, no video. No camera. No video, yes. because I'm more yes. effective when people don't know. I'm just coming out um, to my family. Um, you know, I, they just know I did things like that, but they did not know the depth of it. And uh, yeah. when I met up with David Duke here, because he lived go. 12 miles from me in um, <laughs> uh, right here in Fallbrook, mm-hmm. that's where his headquarters was. And uh, mm-hmm. we had a meeting because we was meeting up with his people and my people in a park. And um, um, I told him, see, he was the most dangerous one because he was very monotone speaking. He wore a suit. 
he did not fit the bill of a clan, but he brought the skinhead neo-Nazism into clans. Wow. He's responsible for that. And um, But I told him, one of us is going to uh, have to leave here. One of us is going to have to leave before this is over. And he ended up in, in um, Baton Rouge. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm still here. I'm still here. Thank God, I'm still here. And um, um, uh, the, how I got involved with the Toys for Tots is because no black organizations or nothing was getting these things. And I went into the general's office, and I told him it would be a bad look if I come out. And um, um, I was told by the colonel's wife, if you can do a better job, you do it. And so now we got 600 black and brown organizations um, that we attend to. I did 126,000 last year. Mm. Um, and I tell you, uh, um, and but I do know that we have to reprogram because have you ever heard of the slave Bible? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, that's the way, um, uh, and you can excuse me because I, I always refer, you refer to him as Jesus. I call him his real name, Yeshua. And, um, okay. Uh, <laughs> educate us. Educate us. Yes. I called him Yeshua because he said it's power in that name. Yeah. And when I was telling them how they changed the name to Africa from the original <laughs> name, Al-Kibulin, Al-Kibulin, uh, or Al-Kibulin, that yes. means the cradle of mankind. Absolutely. Um, the, the Garden of Eden. And um, I was telling them in our faith, um, uh, God has put us through because whether you want to believe it or not, um, Jesus, uh, as you know him, he, uh, he was a black man. He's not that man on that cross. Uh, he's not that man on that cross because Jews in those days were black. Um, okay, because it was Jew, it was blacks enslaving Jews, the blacks in Egyptians, because the Pharaoh's sister wouldn't have been able to pass Moses off as her son because they couldn't right. tell the difference. Okay, would have been impossible. Yes, it would have been impossible. See, it's yeah. all common sense. See, I go to yeah. the roots of my spirituality. That's what's kept me alive uh, because, mm. like I said, I was the defense chairman of the Camp Tunnington 14, and they uh. did not go to Leavenworth. It was a, they did what they said they did. They broke into that room, and they tried to kill everybody in there because they were clans, and they were being harassed and murdered and everything else on Camp Pendleton. That never meant the news. But you can um, go back and ask the computer, like they say, garbage in, garbage out. If you don't know what to ask it, you won't get the information. And I come out now to re-educate um, uh, our people here 
In fact, I, I had a call that I'm going to uh, the one of the first educational meetings because our people, it's the lack of knowledge why we are killing each other. Um, hmm. We can stop all of that. We got it in our hands. We got yeah. it right in our hands and don't even know it. Um, and I watch it <laughs> as... Um, uh, um, the meeting because you can. I run a production company called Sir George. Uh, hmm. I renamed it from Night Flight. Uh, my son ran it, and we were putting out positive music when, because um, hip hop started out very political and, and awareness, and um, they had that meeting in. Um, 91, out, right outside Los Angeles, where they took the top hip-hop artists, uh, gave them the um, to sign uh, disclosure that they would not discuss that meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's when they took hip-hop in a new direction called Gangster Rap. Where did yep. all these millions come through? Where all did that millions come through to um, finance John Singleton's movies and all the movies um, uh, with Ice-T and all of them? The, all that money flooded in. And you know who financed that? The private prison system stockholders. <laughs> wow. Does that hey, y'all, listen, uh, we're almost out of time. Ain't Deborah, we uh, okay. in the show. Okay, but I can o'clock. go on all day long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Before... before before you leave, well, though, well, hold, hold, I, I, real quick. Because, I, Deborah, I, we want we want you to come back to our show uh, as, as soon as you possibly can, and, and start start with us at the onset because we have two hours. But go ahead, uh, yeah. Cooper. I'm sorry. Well, I just want I want her to tie it all back because we may have some young people listen. I, I don't want them to hear that they, they heard that she's seventy and her this. She is timeless. She's like wine. She only gets better with time. And what I'm saying, <laughs> the reason why I'm saying that. Is because she never lost touch with the young, and every five or six years she reinvents herself. And y'all, she's beautiful. She looks great. My daughter's international model looks like her twin. She's here tonight in Beaumont. Just came from Europe, but she's her twin. She sounds like my mother when I hear her talk. It's ghostly, but it's, it's good to my heart. Uh, the beautiful. other thing, though, is I, I want her to just tell the story quickly because we do the round robin and get out of here. But about two or three minutes, ain't Deborah. Tell a story about uh, Nipsey Hussle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was with him two, years, two weeks before he was murdered. Um, she because he gave me 50000 to g- gather up information to give a $100 gift certificate to the homeless to talk to me so I can gather okay. statistics. And um, the one that backed Nipsey Hussle in buying up Los Angeles, was none other than Kobe and Vanessa Bryant. Hmm. I want y'all to think about that. Okay. Think about oh, that. Oh wow! I don't don't want to. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's hard. Think about that. That was Nipsey wow. Bryant who went in with money to buy up Los Angeles, and both of them. Wow. All of a sudden, he's dead. Wow. Both of them are Listen to me, y'all. This is the God knows truth. 
You listen you to me. I was with two weeks because they were trying. I was trying to get them to so we knew what to buy in order to fix the problem. But it's five different types of homeless. You got hmm. drug addicts. Eighty-five percent of them can go home if they clean up. You have the mm-hmm. mental illness. You have families that only shelters they can go to is to split the family like they did with the welfare system. Men over here, men and the children here. Right. They decide to stay on the streets. You got other states sending them here because they will freeze to death on their streets. Okay? Mm-hmm. This is where all the influx of homelessness is coming to California. And I welcome them because we are going to fix that. We're going to fix that. And if I can get enough people together to listen to what I'm saying, because what I'm saying is truth, you can go and Google everything that you never heard of this. You never heard of the Camp Pendleton 14 KKK, but you got to put it in your search just like that, and you will see Charmaine Bassett, Harry Dillon, David Wiseman. I worked with them for seven years to get those guys out. Okay, so we are collectively, and I have never, they refused to give me a master's degree in sociology because of my thesis. I wrote a book called The Trap, and it was telling from 82 to now what is going to take place because I used the rat in the maze theory. When they want you to go a certain way, they put a detour on the doggone uh, highway, lead you around. They get you to go wherever they want you to go. But we have to take down detours and build our own roads. Right. Wow. That's big. Okay. And don't debate with your non-equals. Don't debate with your non-equals. Don't debate with your non-equals. You can only see him here to early part the show, Dr. McKellar. Dr. McKellar, that's the Okay. You don't you don't see me, ma'am, you don't see me beating on my desk right here, right now. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. Wow, so we needed we needed you tonight. Yeah. We, it did surprise me that my, my nephew uh was running. He was running. But you know what? It's not his time yet. It's not his Come time on. yet. Wow. It's just not his time yet because mm-hmm. Auntie will be there for you with every breath of my body when the time is oh, right. I know. We got some things in there. Hey, cool. We got some things there, didn't we? Hey, cool. We got some things there, didn't we? We made them change some things, didn't we? With your oh, campaign. No, no, no. She, she knows we had impact. She knows. Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, she was just complimenting. Uh, our little friend that wears the cowboy hat, because her and uh, Cornell uh, uh, X was in Houston fighting. I said, yeah, we, we, we got some yeah, young folks who are stringing up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you what, um, uh, we will, and one day I will come to Houston, uh, and I'm going to come to Beaumont, um, because my information is very valuable. Uh, and oh, yes, that's I just, three million listeners need to hear tonight. That's it. That's right. That's it. The mindset of the youth has been redirected. That's why they took you off of disciplining your children in the house. That's a neo-Nazi move. Hmm. Telling oh. on the parents on what's going on in 
your homes. They they put you in the category of a child abuser. And but all my grandkids, all of them know that they gonna give me you a good case because you call them on me when I'm disciplining you and you know you're wrong. That's guess right. what? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give them a cut and dry case. <laughs> they just have not they just haven't had the chance to. Because see, we gotta take our children back. And Absolutely. when you take them back, you are being a good example for them, and you're giving them the true word of Yeshua. Pastor Carr, you got any word. comments on that, Pastor Carr? Man, I, I have two comments. Uh, Fred Hampton is buried not 50 miles from the city that I live in. And uh, <laughs> I think based on what your aunt has presented tonight, I want her mailing address. I'm going to send her a free signed copy of my book because she is rich, and I want to hear from her more and more and more. Oh, I would love to, and I love you guys. You know, I I love my people. That's what we yeah. got to get back with. We got to start loving, but you got to have your kids look in the mirror and love themselves and not there try to because they are imitated. They are there the ones is. that hated around the world because they there have perfect, they have the perfect uh, 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 makeup. And I want you guys to look at the Eve gene and who possesses it. I want out, you to look that up. Look that up. The Eve gene. And who yeah, we're, fam- we're familiar. We're familiar with the EG. Three, six, okay. <laughs> so I, I just want to, and, and the brothers that came there and marched through uh, not too long ago, um, the, the Israelite brothers that marched through that neighborhood and into that park, I, I, I'm the one who sent all the water and stuff. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. You remember that? I want her address. Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. You, you get her address after the movie comes out. You're not going to steal her stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know right what? I'm more effective. You got to come through him, Dr. I'm telling you, but I'm more effective being behind the scenes because. Um, yeah. Uh, this is that's real. what they want to cut your library down. That's why right. they're taking away your, uh, uh, Absolutely. Uh, the Absolutely. black books. Right. So Absolutely. the only thing I want to do is I want to enrich and I want to show you that it where it worked and not failed. Okay, and it can be yeah. done. It can be achieved. We just got to get Y'all, in the right direction. A- Y'all, she survived cancer and all kinds of disease and still here. Has lost her, her baby and still here. Has, has wow. uh, taken care of her mother and still here. Uh, wow. My favorite grandmother and still here. Buried uh, uh, my mom, her sister, and still here. Buried my her man. dad, a, a, a patriot that fed everybody before he fed his own family. Uh, and still here. Buried a young man that was uh, uh, in our company to the point that we all thought was brothers and cousins and first cousin and, and and still here. And on the night that we had to say that it was over, we were trying to donate his kidneys to save another life in Texas. 
and still wow. here. Still here. Mm-hmm. This is rich. This is yeah. rich. This is rich. No, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I'm, I'm finally uh, able to tell my story because of a lot of sponsors we talked. I use white uh, uh, associates to go to meetings for me. Okay? <laughs> So they didn't know I was yeah. black until 30 years later. Uh, Arthur, sound familiar? What a strange. Hey, what a strange. Yeah, yeah, that sounds, that sounds very familiar. We a lot of people. They don't know how they end up in, in Austin, Texas, or getting arrested. Yeah, hey, you know, looking like Andy said, if you're doing the work, uh, you know, you know, the work going to get done. They may not know you. But uh, right. but they know the work, so that's the main thing. Yeah, and, and I hope when she gets to Beaumont, be sure and let us know when you come down and check out. So remember, don't ever start something you don't believe in or you got uh, wow. any kind of about uh, because you won't finish it. I go across wow. the wow. line even if I got to go Because when I'm determined, I'm going to determine. My arm had a uh, uh, big, I had a big muscle arm in it driving a 16-wheeler and never drove one before in my life, I, except for around <laughs> a parking lot. Okay? We made it. Y'all better and recognize. I, and every weight station was closed when I came through there. Every weight station was closed. I got yeah. there from, from, from California to Beaumont. All the well, stations were closed because I would have been <laughs> shut down because I was. You would, you would, have, you would have done, you would have done really hey. well as a military man. <laughs> hey Mike, next time I have, a, hey Mike, next time I have a flat. Hey Mike, next time I have a flat, I'm gonna call, uh, I'm gonna call Amy. Yeah, we 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 drove every, yeah. we drove everything in the military. <laughs> the, the women drove yeah, the same yeah. thing the men drove. Yeah, I would never right. get Amen. stranded. But, but wow, we love you. Hey, we out of time, Endeavor. We love you. I'm going to let Dr. McKellar sign please. off, uh, uh, and then we okay. go to Mr. Please. Rogers. Listen, we'll okay. say please come back. Uh, auntie, I'm sorry. We, we all got a new auntie. <laughs> so, Pastor you got to share. You got to share, Pastor Cooper. <laughs> We're gonna mm-hmm. turn it over to Tiana. So it's ten oh one. So we got to get out of here. Thank you, Auntie, for okay. coming on. We look forward to your coming My back to with us again. Yes, ma'am. My pleasure. Good night. Good night. Good night, everybody. Miss Rihanna, it's yours. Yes, ma'am. One day when the glory comes, it will be ours. When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, glory, glory, oh, glory, glory, hands to the heavens, no man, no weapon. Formed against, yes, glory is destined. Everyday women and men become legends. Sins that go against our skin become blessings. The movement is a rhythm to us. Freedom is like religion to us. Justice is juxtaposition in us. Justice for all just ain't specific enough. One son died, the spirit is revisiting us. True and living, living in us. Resistance is us. 
That's why I rose the side on the bus. That's why we walk through Ferguson with our hands up. When it goes down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots, we on the ground. The camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, no. Every man, woman, and child Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero Facing the league of justice, his power was the people Enemy is lethal, a king became regal Saw the face of Jim Crow under a bald ego The biggest weapon it's to stay peaceful, we sing, our music is the cuts that we bleed through, somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany, now we right the wrongs in history, no one can win the war individually, it takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy, welcome to the story we call victory, the coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory. One day, when the glory comes, it will be say good night and we'll see you next Monday. Have a great rest of the week. Bye for now.